Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, August the 30th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. And I've got to, I'm trying, I think that's you. I can't, there's such a glare. I can't quite see, but it's either Crash Davis or Charlie Morton. Uh, who is that on the other side? <laughs> Yeah, it's me. Um, yeah, I lost that bet. It was uh, <laughs> looking good for me early, you know. But uh, yeah, you Darvers pulled it together, and so I am Sands Hat today. Yeah, I love it. I, you know what though, you're up in Milwaukee, and what a hell of a ball game you got to see last oh night. Oh my god, that was tell unbelievable. us, tell us a little bit about it. You know, so so I told everybody yesterday morning in our Discord that I really liked Garrett Mitchell. Um, you know, his value, he was 2000 on both FanDuel and DraftKings and $8 on Yahoo. Yeah. And uh, so I posted in there about him. He's a really promising prospect. He was a top uh, 20 pick overall in 2020. And uh, so he comes in, he gets first, I think, at bat, gets on base, gets a stolen base. So gets the night started the right way for him. And then in the uh, seventh I believe it was the seventh inning. It's a game tying home run, which was his first home run of his career. Wow. And then Keston Hira hits the walk off home run in the ninth inning. So Jeez. just went from, you know, being a little bit bummed out because it looked like we might lose this game to the Pirates. And, you know, they've had our number of late. And so went from that to just complete jubilation in the end of the game. So it was awesome. I bet you it was fantastic. You may want to come down a little bit, though, because you're cutting your top of your head off. Okay. So I mean, we, we if we're gonna give people, there we go. We gotta give people the, pull. the, yeah. the, you know. So it's just our. We went up six degrees of light now. So thank you very much. But yeah. uh, now, well, that's great. I'm glad. And and then you got uh, tonight's game. Uh, who's pitching tonight again? What do you got the matchup for you? Uh, it's Merrill or Merrill. Um, uh, I just went blank. What's his name? Um. Oh shoot! What's his name? We'll look it up. It's um, yeah, just went total blank. No worries. Something uh, Mitchell or um, we'll go over it uh, when we go over. I know it's Jason Alexander for the Brewers. I know that. Yes, yes, yeah, and uh, Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller. Yeah, there you go. You always get Merrill Kelly and Mitch Keller mixed up. That makes perfect sense. No doubt about it. Well, hopefully you see just as good of a game tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't beat that. Well, let's check chat real quick here. I, I'll tell you, last night was an interesting night. I it, we started off pretty bad, but man, what a fantastic finish we had on FanDuel again! Yeah. So hopefully, uh, everybody in here uh, listened in. My my man, uh, home run call Shohei came through for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, boy, what I'll tell you what though, what a crazy pitching night it was. Yeah. All the, all the chalk pitchers got killed. I know. It was, know, they all, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And that was another thing. Um, Jose Suarez, I think, or Ranger Suarez, which one was it? One of the two ended up being the top pitcher on the slate. And he, the good Suarez from the Angels. Yeah. <laughs> I, my favorite so, Ranger didn't do very well. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I wasn't able to keep up with everything like I normally do, obviously, because I'm in there in the stadium watching yeah. the game. But, uh, 
Yeah, so Jose Suarez ended up being the top scorer on FanDuel, but, you know, Garrett Mitchell was the top hitter, so that was awesome, too. Incredible. Yeah, it was a wild night, and, uh, you know, we were able to get there FanDuel-wise, have a really profitable night, so that that was pretty cool under the circumstances of nobody knew what was, seemed to, what was going on yesterday. It was, mm-hmm. it was nuts. But real quick, uh, look, hello, Rodney Pollard. Thank you for being first to the show today, MB. How are you, man? I sent you an invite, I believe, MB, for uh, to jump in Discord. I sent that earlier this morning, so hopefully you can join us sometime throughout the day. MB's got his sunglasses, hopefully a couple pairs on. Um, let's see who else jumped in there. Tony A, what's up, man? Great to see you. King of Smack, how's it going? Tony A's in with us. He looks like he does look like a pro wrestler, like a terrifying one, like the the bad guy that comes in there and just beats the heck out of people. I agree with you. Professional wrestler. That's right. I had to look this up. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. Terrific Tuesday vibes. I got it. Can I steal that one? Uh, King of all trades. I want to use that in our discord. Let's call it a terrific Tuesday for sure. Um he said he's done with the chalk, JT. Yeah, there was all the chalk choked yesterday, though. So we were, and no yeah. matter, nobody got away from choking on some chalk yesterday. It was, it was right. brutal. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just you know, and and that's happened quite a few times, honestly, with Corbin Burns and Rodon. Yeah, and chalky, you know, and I like to get those guys when they're lower owned, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, Burns just, he started out really well. He really yep. did. And then he just lost it. And then he gave up two or three home runs. I mean, Oh, it was, it was ridiculous. So, yeah. it, it was, it was not good. And I never dreamt Rodon would get smashed like that against that mm-hmm. team too. Yes, but I, I'm with you guys that, you know, it's, and King of Smack, you hit it right on the nose. You know, I, I saw something right as I clicked off yesterday and it said I I didn't answer all the questions or something. I looked back and I did see King of Smack and it's exactly what he said is it seems like the trend has been the chalky expensive pitchers are getting hit Mm -hmm. and those mid-level cheaper 7, 8K, 9K guys or even less than 9K are getting it done. And man, you... If we would have used that uh, strategy yesterday, King of Smack, we'd have we'd have all been uh, better for it. But I don't know anybody that uh, faded both Burns and Rodon. I mean, that's mm. that would have been pretty damn uh, contrarian and gutsy if if we did. That's for sure. But oh. uh, yeah, I know Chalk. I'll tell you, Chalk's overrated too. We just had a big discussion in in our Coach Talk Discord about this too. You know, everybody thinks, okay, if you're playing cash games, you got to just play the chalk. Cash means play the chalk. No, it doesn't. I mean, you got to back up everything that you're looking at and saying. And what if it's chalk, it's chalk. If it's not, it's not. You just have to make those determinations slate by slate and uh, matchup by matchup. That's what makes this so incredible. I mean, I know people have specific guidelines they follow and that's great if you're 150 max player mm-hmm. and you're going to plug everything in and it's going to spit it out and you're going to upload it then that's the way to go but let's face it uh, i think that the number was like 96 or 97 out of 100 players on uh 
fa- daily fantasy sports don't have the luxury to have the bankroll to play that way. Most right. of us will build out some lineups. Some will play three max, 10 max, 20 max if you're lucky. But a lot of us just play, uh, pick our spots, play the single entries, build some lineups. That's just the reality of it. And mm-hmm. to do that, sometimes you play chalk. Sometimes you have to fade chalk. Sometimes it's in cash games. Sometimes it's single entry. Sometimes it's the multi-entry. So that's why we're here. We love, you know, our niche in in this space, in the DFS industry, is being able to do that with uh, our members. And that's yeah. what's had us super successful. That's why I've been able to do this for eight years and do it extremely successfully. And we have a lot of members that are following suit with that. So we are going to keep that going big time. So um, what else is in there? Uh Rodney says, my outfield took me to second place on FanDuel. Otani, Judge, and Mitchell, very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yep, yep. And that's that saved me, too, my hitting. You know, I was high. Otani was my home run pick on here yesterday. That was massive, getting that from him late. Um, let's see. Perfect name for the – what's the Crash's wrestler name? Did we say what we were I think he's saying Crash Davis is the perfect name for a wrestler. It is a yeah. baseball slash uh, wrestling. Now we know though that, and you know what your, your move could be the atomic head slam. You could just take that dome <laughs> right into somebody, take them out. Yeah. Mission, you know, it's over with. Um, let's see. I've been using that strategy for sure. Coach. And I definitely faded uh Bernard Rodon. I played Suarez. Good. Suarez and Pablo. Excellent. And really, that that is a smart way to do it. I mean, you've got to you got to mix it up, and there's no perfect magic bullet. But talking it through, listening to podcasts, hopefully ours being your number one, and then building and shifting and watching the weather and doing all of those things are massively important. It all builds in. So uh, I'm with you. Uh, Mitchell was a great differentiator. Excellent, Mister Few got that one. Um, All right, so a couple of things here. There's 15 games on the slate today. We're going to go over, mainly go over the 12 that are on the main slate. DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo all have those 12 games uh, that we're uh, concentrating on. Um, Let's see here. Great guy. Have a blast. Crash looking great. Coach Mom weighing in. She loves that. She loves the dome there. So you've got a fan, Crash. You've You've got a groupie there. I love it. I just, sent, right, you know, I just sent this link to my wife, so we'll see if she shows up in chat here. I've I've never had her do that before, but she might since I'm on the road. Well, I gotta really be careful now. I don't want to get in trouble, so <laughs> I better uh I better be super careful. Uh all right, with these games, we do have some weather situations. So let's just chat about that briefly here because Again, that's a massive player. The one game that I'm most worried about is Oakland at Washington. Um, definitely, we know Washington is is really wonky with canceling and delaying, and who knows what they're going to do there. So that's the number one game we're going to watch. We'll be posting radar and doing uh, all of that in Discord with our members. So Oakland at Washington is the biggest concern. Three other spots that I'll mention because there are some possibilities of delays or rain, and that would be uh, the uh, Dodgers at the Mets, but I think we'll be okay, but maybe a delay within that. So we need to follow that closely. 
the other one, Colorado and Atlanta. We've been dealing with these pop-up thunderstorms in Atlanta all week. Uh, I think it'll be similar there. And actually, I took the rest off. So I'm not, I'm going to give the full clear on everything else right now, <clears throat> except for Washington, big concern there. Uh, Dodgers, Mets, Colorado, Atlanta, we're going to watch closely. So when you're building these initial lineups, keep that, you know, in your mind so that we know when we get to those, uh, you know, you put a star around them and you say, okay, you know, we're, we're going to watch these because you cannot take a zero. That's for sure. Um, Abel, how you doing, man? You got close to cashing on Saturday. Today's the day. Let's get it. Why not today? That's for sure. We got, uh, let's see if I can, can I reach over there and rub the top of Crash's head? <laughs> uh, yeah. And you froze for a second there too. Yeah. I was, I was rubbing the top of your head. That's, we're going to win a million dollars. This is, is there I a million maker we can play? <laughs> I was a little concerned about the internet here. Um, because they have two different packages and we had the basic internet. They have an enhanced package that we almost signed up for, but anyway, we're just going to roll with it. Um, it seems good right good now. Time, so yeah. Yeah. I think you're good. Um, hey, anytime anybody wants to throw weather things in the chat, give us updates, you know, boots on the ground are the best thing in the world. Uh, I'm in Western PA now. So I, I like to add in there Cleveland Pittsburgh games, especially, uh, but uh, King of Smacks over by Atlanta, I, in a ways, not right there, but obviously mm -hmm. Mississippi close by. And it looks like maybe some rain moving in and out. So uh, keep us updated on that because we always know that that can be a, a shade, a shade, a, <laughs> a slate shifter is what I was trying to say. Not a shade sifter, but a slate shifter. Yeah. All right. 15 games crash. We got so much to cover. It is not even funny. On the way in here, thumbs up. Let's hit the thumbs up right now if you can on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and give us a quick comment. That combination help, helps really move us up the algorithm on YouTube. And then click the little alert so you know when any of our podcasts post. If you're on Twitter, a like, retweet. Let other people know we're on live right now. We'd really appreciate that. That means a lot. All right, so the, the 15 games are on the board. There's three early games that we're not going to concern ourselves much with, but I will mention them in case anybody is playing them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it is 6-10 Baltimore at Cleveland, 77 degrees in Cleveland, 13-mile-an-hour uh, wind left to right. Should be clear by game time. Some showers move through earlier. Eight and a half is that total. 3.87 applied for Baltimore, 4.63 for the Guardians. Spencer Watkins, 5.8K. Cal Quantrill, 7.7K. So, again, you know, Baltimore's been playing good ball. This is going to be a big series between these two teams that are both battling to try to get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a, an interesting series for sure. Um, any love for any, either side of these, Coach? You know, I've... I'm not crazy about either side, to be honest with you. And I'm not going to play the earlier slate. So I haven't yeah, I'm not you know, driven down too much, but I like the way Baltimore has been hitting, but Cal Quantrill has definitely been better in the second half. So mm -hmm. not a game. I would just say, you know, 
dive all over one side or the other. That's for sure. Right. I'm sure St. Louis and Cincinnati are going to get the majority of the ownership on this slate. So I would think so. And, you yeah. know, you're going to have major chalk there and you're going to have a major, you know, buy up uh, as far as trying to get the bats because the, the run totals mm -hmm. high and the pitchers terrible. So right. let's, let's look at that one. It's 640. Cardinals and Reds. I know Lanny's going to be posting the Cardinal stuff in there to bug you about the Brewers. Uh, so Lanny, if you're listening, uh, I screwed up on the mascot, man. I put the, the Arizona uh, football's mascot. It was my mistake, but we'll make up for it today, uh, Lanny. No problem. It is uh, Dakota Hudson, 6.1K against the struggling Justin Dunn at 5.5K. And Vegas has set this one as a big number, 10 and a half, wind blowing out to left, 8 to 10 miles an hour. How about this implied total crash? 6.28 for wow. the Cardinals, 6.28, and then 4.22 for the Reds. That's the biggest implied that I've seen outside of cores or some crazy uh, Wrigley wind game. Have you mm -hmm. seen one that high? No, that's really high. That's really high, 10 and a half. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's that's up and there. 6.28 implied of that is with the Cardinals, which mm. is really amazing. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me though. I mean, they yeah. put up 13 runs last night, so yeah, they're playing great ball. Yeah. So, if uh, yeah, if you're playing that early slate, yeah, you know, all the Cardinals you can eat, I would assume, is, is the way to go. Mm -hmm. And then the third early game that's not on the main slate here, it's Tampa at uh, Miami, only six and a half in this game. Uh, you know, hardly any at all because you got a couple of, of uh, solid pitchers here. Uh, it is in Miami in the dome. Six and a half is the total. 3.80 implied for Tampa. Only 2.70 for the Marlins. Shane McClanahan, which will be a should be 100% owned if you're playing that early slate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 11.2k the lefty against fellow lefty Jesus Lazardo, 8.7k. So. Right. I would assume early slates, everybody's going to have pitchers from that game and hitters from the Cardinals game or Reds game and Cardinals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think so too. All right. Let's get into the big, uh, we got so much to go over here. We want to catch it all. So let's start right off with Oakland and Washington. Again, that's the biggest weather concern on the slate. Mm -hmm. It ridiculously says here, 74% chance of rain at first pitch. Yeah. That doesn't look really promising. Yeah, it's Washington too, which we've always talked about. They have yeah. the the most strict weather policy of any team I know. So if they see this forecast, they may cancel before a drop of rain falls. That's yeah. how Washington is. Yeah, they'll they'll probably postpone that game well before to um, first pitch. So I'm not going to put any of these players in my lineup in my first go through. So I don't. In case it does get postponed or, or delayed, right. I'm not even going to mess with it. Yeah, I agree. So it's, it is it uh, is 83 degrees in Washington, wind blowing out to right at 10 miles an hour, all kinds of rain expected, a split number on the implied total. It's eight total in Vegas, four each. Mm -hmm. Cole Irvin, the lefty, 7.9K. Eric Fetty, 5.7K for the Nationals. I'm not crazy about either pitcher. I don't like the hitting from either team. And with a weather game, this is one of the easier passes. Yeah. I think you don't even have to stress it personally. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a pass for me. I'll have none of this game. Yeah, I mean, it's really you don't have to force it. Why mm-hmm. Why do that? You know, I mm-hmm. mean, if you're dying to get in some Oakland or Washington bats, you know, <laughs> that might not <laughs> probably, be the best strategy. Probably off to the wrong, uh, yeah, lineup strategy there. Exactly. All right, let's let's get on to the first game that uh, has could make a big impact here. It's the Chicago Cubs at the Toronto Blue Jays. Games at 7.07. The roof should be open in Toronto, so a little more conducive to runs there. Eight's the total. Mm-hmm. 3.24 implied for the Cubs. 4.76 for the Blue Jays. Marcus Stroman, 7.4K against Kevin Gausman, 8.7K for the Blue Jays. So I have one of my pitchers here, Crash, Okay. that I'm going to play. I don't have a true buy up pitcher today i have Mm -hmm. two value pitchers which is a real pleasant issue to have because when you have two buy ups then it's tough you know you're not going to get a hitting i have some teams i want to stack that i know we're going to get some ownership and i want a little bit of all of them so i believe i found two value pitchers that make a lot of sense and my first one is kevin gausman do you like gausman at all a little bit. That's that's really interesting, though, Coach, because I had an easier time finding my buy-up pitcher than I did my value pitcher. So interesting. That, that, it's a little, yeah. A lot of different ways to to strategize it, mm-hmm. but I really want bats tonight. And and you know, I didn't find. I just didn't feel like I wanted to just go and grab the you know the big price dudes. Not just yeah. because we're you know what was mentioned in chat and what's been happening where these top price guys haven't been getting it done. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, that's neither here nor there, but uh, I just, you know, the matchups, the way they are, I, the Cubs just to me are struggling. I mean, they've they've given it over to a lot of young guys that are just, you know, learning the game and figuring it out and they just have not been hitting well. And here's the thing with Gassman. Um, you know, he's he's had a few outings where he's been inconsistent, uh, where he's gotten knocked around a little bit. Cleveland got to him the other day. But in general, you know, he pitched a, a terrific game against the Yankees, seven shutout innings at, mm-hmm. for a 52. He had 64 against Tampa. That's wow. no cup of tea. Yeah. Eight shutout, one hit shutout innings. You know, and, you know, he's, he's had some tough matchups. You know, Boston – uh, he at least hung in there in the twenties, mm-hmm. but you know he's not a shoe in to to grab you those fifties and sixties. Right. But against a Cubs team that I think is playing really lousy, um, they're also fifth in the league in strikeouts against right-handed pitchers. Mm-hmm. And we know Gosman can can get some K's. He's he's not going to get you you know twelve thirteen strikeouts, but he's had multiple ten strikeout games this. This year, lots of sevens, sixes. And I think if he just keeps the Cubs down, uh, they're they're 14th in the in the league against righties, only 244. And uh, I just feel he's in a comfortable spot at home, and he's cheap. And you know, when you can get Gaussman uh, cheap in a situation against a bad team, you know, he's only eight seven on DraftKings. Yeah. which I think is is a steal. Mm-hmm. He's, he is 10-2 on FanDuel, but probably won't go with him there. 
but he's he's still pretty cheap and he's only 41 on Yahoo. So you're not going to get much cheaper with Gossman there. Um, so that's really my, my big take on this game uh, was that pitcher. I think you can get to some of the Blue Jays for sure. Um, there are some guys slumping in that lineup, but there's also, you know, some, some spots you can go to uh, anywhere up and down with Springer, Guerrero, Guriel, Kirk, Hernandez, Bichette, uh, Chapman, all the way down, really top seven. Uh, you got to pay a little bit for him, but you can mini stack at two, three guys. That's what I'm planning on doing. So I will be a Blue Jay uh, supporter tonight for sure. You still there? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Are you, yeah. What are your comments on Cubs Blue Jays? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was just listening to what you're saying. So the Cubs have been playing okay. I mean, they lost like five to four yesterday to the Blue Jays. So it wasn't like they got blown out or anything. Um, they had that game on Sunday with the Brewers where they went back and forth. They lost nine to seven. So they can score some runs. Um, I'm a little bit less excited about Gossman, I think, than you. But I don't think he's a bad play. Um, I just don't know that he's going to have that, you know, 40, 50 fantasy point type game uh, in this matchup. What about hitting? Um, yeah, I mean, I like Toronto. Um, I like, uh, of course, Guerrero and Springer at the top of that lineup. And then uh, Chapman at the bottom. Uh, those are probably be my favorite three from Toronto. Wow. Well, I'm getting I'm getting served here by my own mother. I mean, it's it's I'm proud and honored that I have a mom that follows DFS and <laughs> she's in here, but she's slamming me, Crash. Can you believe it? She's coming to oh, your I rescue. See that. Yeah, I see that. What yeah. the heck? Oh <laughs> man. You know what? That's all right. She gets a pass. You know, you got to let your mother smack you around. No worries. I got yeah. you. Uh, all right. So uh, let's move to game two here. We've got um, Seattle Mariners at the Detroit Tigers. It is a 7-10 game. It is a seven and a half total. 77 degrees, all sevens here. 77 degrees in Detroit. 13 mile an hour wind blowing out to left. That's not pleasant for the pitchers. No. Uh, 4.23 implied for Seattle, 3.27 for the Tigers. George Kirby, 8 and uh, 8.5K. And Matt Manning, the youngster, uh, takes the hill for Detroit, 6.7K. I've heard lots of rumblings of Kirby being fairly popular today because we know Detroit's bats against righties can be just hellacious. Mm -hmm. Are you on the Kirby? I actually, I actually, for my value pitcher, I actually am on the other side with Matt Manning. Um, wow. He's a little okay. expensive on FanDuel at 8,800, but he's only 6,700 on DraftKings. His, uh, three of his last four starts, he's been you know pitching very well. He scored 40-plus fantasy points in three of the last four against San Francisco, the Angels, and Tampa Bay Rays. So pretty solid teams that he's been facing. Um, against San Francisco, which was his last start, it was the best start of the year. He had six shutout innings and struck out eight for 52 fantasy points. So he was one of the top prospects a few years ago, and uh, he seems to really be finding his way of late. So 
I like Matt Manning on DraftKings. Um, probably not going to get to him at 8,800 on FanDuel. Wow. Now, is he, let's see here, because I don't see him on, I'm just grabbing the ownership because I wanted to get, yeah, he is, I mean, that is really contrarian crash. So let's talk a little bit about the latest ownership projections right now for pitching. Um, okay. You know, what's really amazing is of all the times that we do this, looking at the stacks comparison, like where, who, who's owning who here. On the main slate, it is spread out more than I've ever seen it. It's like there's no double-digit ownership teams. There's nobody that's in the perfect spot in the in a in the right stadium. Uh, just not heavy chalk anywhere on the stack side. So you can feel good, whoever you're confident in stacking up, that you're not going to be, uh, you know, getting chalk. Yeah, pit, pitching is a different story. Where where is that um, located? Because I'm not. I'm seeing yesterday's numbers here. Oh, uh, you got it. You, if you're not on it, you're not going to, you got to drill down. There's multiple things there. The link was in there from Deb uh, yesterday. So, oh, um, I'll have to find it. Yeah. So, right now, pitching wise on uh, DraftKings, it's, it's Max Freed at 30%, followed closely by my guy, Gaussman, at 30%, and Blake Snell at 30%. And then Nola, 25, Giolito, 18, Kirby, who we just mentioned in this game, 15. And then it's all single digits, including your guy, Matt Manning, at a half a percent crash. So this wow. would be your best pitching call of the year. Then let's talk about FanDuel real quick. Blake Snell is 19%. Freed is second right now projected on FanDuel at 18%. 14 for Aaron Nola. Oh, I included uh, the whole slates instead of the main. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no, that's okay. And then Lucas Giolito, 14%. Gaussman, 12 Everybody else, single digits there. So uh, really spread out on FanDuel with the one-pitcher site. And then uh, two-pitcher site Yahoo, It's uh, you've got a bunch of guys in double digits. But Gaussman, Freed, Fromber Valdez and Blake Snell are all in that 30 to 32% area. Mm -hmm. uh, and those are the, the, the four guys getting the most ownership uh, there. So uh, it's, it's a weird slate. It's not uh, like I said, there's not just massive chalk. I would say freed right now getting the most love pitching wise, but from a stack standpoint, uh, you know, you're going to really be able to build your lineup today and not feel like it's going to be Chalk City, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely yeah. agree with that. I, and I'll tell you, I agree with you, King of Smack. Blue Jays have murdered me uh, when I use them as a stack because somebody's just always uh, shoot throwing blanks up there, whether it's Guriel or mm. if it's uh, um, Bichette. He's had some really bad games in the mix. But uh, I still think, you, you know, Springer I had the other day, he went over. But if you, there's going to be a few games, maybe tonight's the one where you get Springer, Guerrero, Bichette, Teoscar, some of these guys are going to put it together. So I would not sell the Blue Jays short just yet, but you do have to be careful. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not a four or five man stack with them, but. Uh, two or, or or three for sure 
uh, for the Blue Jays, I think, are reasonable for sure. What's up, Absolute Power? Thanks for joining in. Um, let's see. Stop my pitchers scored less than 10 and 6 yesterday. You and everybody else, nobody in the world uh, had the pitching figured out yesterday. That's for damn sure. All right. Um, what else do you have on this game, Crash? Anything? Uh, no, that was about it. That, was about that, man, it. that Matt Manning take is one of the more gutsy ones of the year. So I'm, I'm rooting yeah, for Yeah, hopefully it. it'll pull pull through for me. Um, I'm just <clears> – I don't, I don't feel, you know, great about really any of these value pitchers, but of the ones I saw, um, he's probably been pitching the best of the options available around that price tag, especially. So there's, there's plenty of cheap hitters. If you want to buy up, to, you know, you can yeah. do that too. Yeah. All right. The, another seven ten game. It's the Dodgers and Mets. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm losing my voice today. Uh-oh. Too many podcasts, I guess. <laughs> um, but it's it's going to be warm in New York, 79 degrees, wind blowing out to left at 13 miles an hour. Eight and a half is the total in Vegas, 4.60 for the Dodgers, 3.90 for the Mets. Andrew Heaney, lefty, 9.6K. Some big numbers from him, huge strikeout numbers mm-hmm. this year. Against Tyon Walker, I dogged him a little bit last time, and he was all right. 7.2K. So a lot of interest in this game uh, from everybody here. I think Dodgers, Mets. What are you leaning, Crash? I lean more towards um, the Dodgers in this matchup. You know, I think Heaney's been pitching a little bit better than Walker. I know the the Mets are good against lefties, but um, I just think the Dodgers are a better team overall. So I kind of just lean with the Dodgers. Probably like Gavin Lux if you're looking for some value as a lefty against a righty. Yeah, yeah. You know, I if you look at Haney's number, his strikeout percentages and everything, it's pretty astounding what a good year he's had. Yeah. And he is starting to go a little deeper in games. Right. So you can consider him today. He was right on the cusp for me. I don't have him in my initial build here, but I'm thinking about it. But mm-hmm. like you said, the Mets are crafty, though. They hit just a little bit of everybody. You know, they have enough righties with Marte and – Lindor switch hitting and of course Alonzo and Ruff and Canna, Deb's favorite player. You know, yeah. so they they can throw some guys at you. So it just couldn't quite make the cut for me with Haney because he's a little expensive. And I've always said this with Andrew Haney. When you think he's good to go is when he usually gets smacked around. And that's mm-hmm. that scared yeah. me. I'm and I'm not a tie on Walker guy at all. I, right. I just I'm not in his corner. I haven't been. I know he's pitched some good games. So I'd like to get some Dodgers exposure, but how do you how can you afford these guys? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Betts is 6'4, Trey's 6'3, 5'9 for Freeman, and then you go 5'3 for Will Smith, 4'7 for Muncie. I mean, it's it's an arm and a leg. But here's what I'll tell you. I have my home run pick here, Crash. Okay. Freddie Freeman, the lefty against Tyon Walker. Going deep tonight. Uh, I want to keep this streak, knock on wood, keep this streak going to my home run hitters. So I want some Dodgers exposure. And because mm-hmm. I'm not paying up for either pitcher, I'm going to find myself two or three Dodgers to get in my lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that call. All right. We move to the 720 game. Colorado Rockies at the Atlanta Braves. Um, this game is 84 degrees in Atlanta, 
Slight breeze blowing out to left center, six miles an hour. Eight and a half is the Vegas total. A low 2.64 for the Rockies and 5.86 for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Jose Urena, who's been bad, going against Max Fried, who I guess you could call him the chalk on the slate. He's probably going to be most owned yeah. uh, pretty much everywhere. He's 9.9K on DraftKings, which is very fair. Um, you know, if I was paying up for a pitcher, it would be Freed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he deserves ownership. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I mean, we just saw the Rockies against David Peterson, who is not as good as, as Max Freed, in my opinion. Um, you know, they they uh, struggled with him. They got shut out last Saturday. So, uh, Freed, he actually faced the Rockies in Coors in June, and he had an eight-inning shutout um, for 40 fantasy points. He only had four strikeouts, so he didn't get a ton of strikeouts. But anytime you can pitch an eight-inning shutout in Coors, that has my attention. So That is like impressive. Him. Yeah, I like him with the way the Rockies have struggled on the road. Um, you know, been it's either the worst or second worst offense on the road this year. So uh, they really yeah. struggle outside of quarters. So Freed is, is my top pay up pitcher. You know, the only thing that scared me, and we talked about this before, and shout out to Colin. I don't think Colin Chachow's in here. Uh, as far as home road splits, Colorado's mm-hmm. one of the worst in the history of baseball. Yeah. They, they hit 40 points less on the road, all that stuff. Now, all Rockies teams always do worse on the road because it's course. So they right. get that advantage. So I, I get all that, but the you got to remember this too. They hit lefties mm-hmm. at a higher average than any other team in baseball. Yeah. They're the number one added batting average versus lefties in major league baseball. So yes, that's a little skewed because some of that's in cores. I get it. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, you know, as bad as they are on the road, it they are decent against lefties so it's something yeah. to consider freed's an elite lefty so probably doesn't count as much mm-hmm. but here's a great question i love this and i want to just take a minute here king of smack asked this question and i love it and i and it helps me frame things for everybody else because his question was you know what do you consider a value pitcher so here's here's my answer to that and 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 this goes for everything that we talk about in here and everything we talk about with our members it is. It all has to do with that specific slate, the pricing, the matchups, and what's going on. So let me explain it this way. If, if there's a slate with a bunch of high-priced pitchers and then the low-priced low pitchers around 9K or whatever it is on that particular slate, that's a value pitcher because mm-hmm. you're getting a couple grand savings in different spots. Now, if there's a slate with a bunch of junk pitchers, and everybody's in the mid nines and all of that. And the guy's nine K that's not a value pitcher to me because so again, nine K means something different on every slate. That's what I always tell everybody, you know, everybody, the lazy people in this industry, and I'm not trying to, to, you know, smash anybody else, but anybody that puts anything in a box in DFS, you're missing the boat. A value pitcher on one slate is a buy up on another it could be a fade on another because of his pricing. You have to look at each individual slate in that type of situation, in a stack situation. Leverage is in, completely important in everything you do in DFS 
sometimes it matters a lot. Like if we're look like right now, I didn't even waste everybody's time to go over the stack list because it's all jumped to, you know, jammed together. There's no big standouts, but where there's mm -hmm. a, a stack day where we have two teams over 50% owned. Now we got to look at getting leverage, or if you're going to play a cash game, you have to have that cash, some exposure to that stack of the cash team, even as a chalk blocker or something of that nature. Yeah. So that's the, the points I'm making are that varies and there's no standard answer. So for me, Gaussman's pricing, even though it seems like it's in the lower high range or upper mid range, mm -hmm. on the other guys that are on this slate, um, that's how you have to look at it. So, you know, you'll always get the extra with me and the reasoning behind it. And again, there's to me, nothing fits in a box. As soon as you start categorizing things in DFS, you're minimizing your potential to do better. So look at each individual slate, break it out that way, and then rank and do things that you have to do from there. So I wanted to say that because it's a perfect question from King of Smack. And it fits into really everything that we do here with fades and buy-ups and, and everything else that we do. So hopefully yeah. that helps and that answers that question. Yep. And um, as far as the hitting goes, Atlanta is my top stack. And Matt okay. Olson, who is three for four with a uh, two singles and a double against Jose Urena, he is my home run call for today. Yep, yep. I like that call. Atlanta is going to be one of my stacks as well. Alexa, shut off the timer. Sorry, folks. Um, so here's the thing. Again, with not spending a ton on my pitching, I'm going to be able to get some Atlanta stack in there. My BVP play of the day is Ronald Acuna. Yeah. And Alexa, shut off the timer. How come Alexa doesn't listen sometimes? Um, <laughs> like one of your kids, right? Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. All right, Acuna against Jose Urena. First of all, they have a history. Urena's hit him yes, like three do. times. You never know. Now, my only fear here is that Urena throws at him and Acuna charges the mound and gets thrown out. So I hope to God that doesn't happen. Yeah. But uh, in the past, he's hit him, and you know he hates his guts, so he wants to hit him. Uh, he's, he's homered off of him, 880 OPS, 471 slugging, uh, 409 OBP. He's walked three times. And again, I love bad blood when it's a fiery player like Acuna. Mm -hmm. So he goes up there with a little bit different stride and step. And for that reason, he is my BVP today. I love the psychological aspect of things like that. No question about it. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's my BVP. And I do want some Atlanta stack. I think Olsen's a great play today. I think he's in the mix. I think you can go, you know, one through six, really, with Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Get any piece of that. Uh, Acuna is, what does that say? Day today? Is he? Oh, day to day. Okay. Day if he's, day. Well, obviously, we got to watch that. Because if he's yeah. out, then we're not going to play him. Right. But, uh, if he's in, I like him in this matchup. I think he'll be okay. He gets dinged a little bit all the time. But we'll know yeah. ahead of time. It's an early enough game that we should be fine. So. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll be fine. Um, and then you got the the uh, value play for Atlanta with Grissom. You know, you can't sleep on him. He's been pretty impressive. So, 
Yeah, he's an up-and-comer. That kid is going to be a player in this league for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. 740, Boston Red Sox, Minnesota Twins. Uh, it is 77 degrees in Minnesota, warm. Uh, wind blowing out to right center, eight miles an hour. Vegas totals nine. It's a 4.27 Red Sox implied, 4.73 Twins. Cutter Crawford, the guy you know that I do not like, 5.5K he's down to. 5.5K. Wow. Chris Archer, not much better at 5.9K. So the question is here, do we pick on Crawford again? Uh, or is it all about hitting in this game? What are you leaning towards? Yeah. Yeah, I like both sides. Uh, I like the the Boston and the Minnesota bats. You know, I think we can, pit on, we can hit on, uh, pick on Crawford, and uh, we can pick on Chris Archer a little bit too. You know, he's two for seven with a 4.34 ERA. Um, I just think that uh, both sides of this matchup can get some runs here. No doubt. Um, you know, the, the fact that it's a nine total tells you a little something that it's that warm in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I do like the hitting on both sides. You know, I always pick on Crawford uh, and it's paid off recently. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go with the lefties arise or Kepler or Gordon or mm-hmm. Kate, uh, but even some of the righties, Correa, you know, and uh, Miranda, one of my favorite young players in the league. Uh, he's still sub 4K, which is a, a bargain for a cleanup hitter in a game like this. Yeah. And then, you know, the problem with Boston is you've got a few expensive guys in Bogarts and Devers at 5 and 6K, but you can get some decent uh, value. Verdugo, Verdugo's only 3.7. Tommy Pham's been really hot lately. He's a little more expensive at 4.7. JD on and off at 4.5. And then they have Trevor Story back, Crash. Uh-huh. Trevor- Story, uh, you know, at 5K is a little pricey and he's batting down in the six hole, but you know, he's double dong any time he feels like it, really. Right. I agree. I'm answering a question here in the chat. Um, I like a lot of hitting in that game. I really, really do. I like a lot of hitting there. Let's see. If he is out, Swanson will start. Uh, we're talking about Acuna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, do, I think he plays too because he hates Urena. I really do. I, I'm with him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Go, I think he goes. Would yeah. you fade McClanahan for Lozado to pay up for top bats? I mean, McClanahan's a stud, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Lozardo's not that far behind him, though. I mean, I think that with Lozardo pitching up against um, Tampa, who also strikes out a lot. I know Miami strikes out a lot, but so does Tampa. Um, I think that that's. In, in a GPP especially, I think that could be a viable strategy. I do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think if I'm playing the early slate, McClanahan's just a lock and load. I, I just don't yeah. see not playing him. I mean, that's just me. And just but, find some value with some bats. Maybe some, There's enough. I mean, there's yeah. 2K bats all over baseball right now because yeah, a bunch of the teams have given up, you know? Right, right. I think TJ Friedel, uh, Jake Freely, Lars Newtbar, um Tyler O'Neill's been on fire lately. He's another yeah. value play. Uh, as long as his price is still down, I mean, I'm sure they're going to move him up at some point. He's just been hitting home runs right and left. He hit two last night. So yeah, I mean, you really almost if you make a decision, no matter. Like I played a lineup yesterday, and I looked so brilliant. What a great commercial! Uh, don't take this snippet, Colin. 
But I went ahead and paid up for Burns and Rodon on my one lineup. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I did that in DraftKings too, too, so I, I'm right there with you. But um, I, so I, I mean, but I was able to do without like, like dying to put the last few guys in because you know yeah. you're, I had like a twenty-two hundred dollar number three hitter, I had a twenty-four hundred dollar cleanup hitter. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can do it. You know, sell out to what you want, and you can do it. Dickerson, yeah. I've always played Dickerson. I, I, I think he's he's too cheap. But, yeah, uh, I, I did all right though because I had, um, I think I had like Judge and Renfro and Mitchell or Judge and Otani and Mitchell, something like that. So I had some, you know, strong bats for sure. So, welcome to the chat, Ash Ashkashi. I'm not sure, but uh, if you listen in here, and we'll we'll be giving you our top pay up picks and all of our best pits picks up and down so we'll try to help you out uh, to build in something for sure um all right so that game is going to be a key game for me as well because some of these other games i'm going to be really not much interest in that's for sure there are some games that i think are really shaky um and the first one being this one houston astros texas rangers 805 in texas Dome expected to be shut, only seven and a half total, 4.14 implied for Houston, 3.36 for the Rangers. I don't want to play all the way up for Framber Valdez personally. Yeah. 10.1K. Dane Dunning's okay. He's a decent young pitcher. I don't love him. I don't hate him. He's mm-hmm. 6.4K. You got a lot of very expensive bats on the Houston side. And then, you know, there's some Rangers where – their good bats are very expensive. So this is one of those games that I'm hoping Vegas is right. That just is one of those four, three nonsensical. Nobody really cares. You don't get hurt either way. I doubt I'm going to have much exposure to that game. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, early on in my research, I was looking at Valdez a little bit heavier, but, um, as the day's going on, I kind of feel like, uh, I'm just going to end up with Freed and trying to find some value, maybe with Manning, um, maybe with somebody else as an alternative payup. But yeah, Valdez um, in Texas, I think that, you know, there's a p- potential for him to have some trouble with some of those bats. Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia, I mean, Simeon, those guys, they can give him some trouble, I think. So I'm a little concerned about that for a guy that costs as much as he does on this slate. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those where I just don't see the value in going up for certain hitters mm-hmm. or up uh, for certain certain uh, pitchers. And you know, Yard Jordan Alvarez is one of my favorites, but at five point six, yeah, he has not exactly been in a groove lately. No, he hasn't. And uh, although he has decent BVP against Dane Dunning, I think I'm just going to pay for. Uh, it's a little bit more, actually. He's moved up, but Acuna against Urena, uh, that's probably going to be my top payup hitter. Yeah, hopefully he's he plays. That'll be the key. Yeah, if not, I'll probably play um, Alvarez. So, All right, we also have an 8-10 game, Kansas City Royals at the Chicago White Sox. Seven and a half is the total. It is 76 degrees in Chicago, wind blowing out to center at 12 miles an hour. Uh like I said, seven and a half is that total. 3.55 implied for the Royals, 3.95 for the White Sox. 
Very interesting matchup here because these two guys are getting some ownership. Mm -hmm. Brady Singer, 8.9K. Lucas Giolito at 8.2K. So we know the Royals have been scoring runs lately. Yeah. Uh, but these two guys, like I said, they've snuck up the, the chart here <clears throat> ownership-wise, getting some people buying in on them. But uh, I don't know. What are you looking at, pitching or hitting or neither here? Um, for the most part, neither. But I do have my BVP play of the day in this game. It's Salvador Perez, 2,800 okay. on FanDuel, 4,800 on DraftKings. He's 357 against Giolito with 10 hits and 28 at-bats, five singles, two doubles, and three home runs. So nice. he will be my one-off play um, for my lineups, but I think that uh, that's about it for me in this game. I don't, I don't really feel great about either side. Yeah, I mean, Singer's hard to figure. He's been steady and really yeah. steady in stretches. Well, especially of late, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's you know, I, you can make a very good case for him at his pricing, uh, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's in Chicago. They do have, you know, Vaughn, Abreu, Jimenez, Sheets in the middle of that lineup, and Pollock. I mean, their their lineup has gotten better the more healthier it's gotten. So, yeah, yeah I just, it's, again, I, I feel like this game is similar to the last game. There's potential there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just, you know, I'm sticking with my stacks I've already committed to. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, another 8-10 game. I think, you know, maybe know something about this game. It is in Milwaukee. So are you expecting the uh, roof open again? Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be open again tonight. I think the weather is going to cooperate. So the weather or the, excuse me, the roof will be open all three days. So. Excellent. All right. And it, it's up to nine there. So maybe the ball's going to jump a little bit more with the roof open. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, 3.86 implied for the Pirates, 5.14 for your Brewers. Mitch Keller, 6.2K versus Jason Alexander, 5.4K. So here we are, you know, the, not pitching to write home about that's for right. sure. But how much do we count on the bats? Uh, in this game, what uh, obviously Roundy Telez went down for us yesterday. Mm -hmm. So we've got a little bit different look to that lineup. What do you? What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, the latest on Telez is that he um, has some knee tendonitis, but they think that he'll be fine. So hopefully he'll still be in the lineup tonight. That's what I'm hoping. If not, <clears throat> it's going to be Keston Hira. Uh, of course, he hit the walk-off home run last night. Yeah. So he can hit righty. So I wouldn't mind using him if, if, if Telez is out of the lineup. Um, I do like the Brewers. I mean, not just being biased, but the Pirates, they used four or five guys from their bullpen last night. And um, the Brewers only used Suter and, and uh, Devin Williams. So I think they definitely have the advantage there once Keller goes out of the game. I think early on, probably a slight advantage to Keller over Alexander. You know, Alexander hasn't been great at all. No. Um, but once they get to the bullpen, I think the Brewers will start to really put some runs up. So um, Adamas is my favorite play from this game. But, uh, you know, I think the Brewers stack is definitely in play here as well. On the Pirates, I like Cruz. He's killed us. I mean, he's hit like 11 home runs, and four of them have been against us. So That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he he may lead off tonight, too. Right. So he could be a nice play. He's only 4K. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's like uh, twenty seven hundred on Fanduel. So and yeah, exactly. As I have a big circle around Cruz. He's my uh, as a one off for me for the Pirates. I agree yeah. with him. He's his uh, he's got confidence against the Brewers and Jason Alexander, also known as George. Right. Right. <laughs> he Mr. has not been anything to write home about. So no. No. Uh, I don't I don't know if I have the guts to how do you stack the Pirates, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess if you want to look at Brian Reynolds there, you know, he's, yeah. he's got pop and the roof's yeah. open. Uh, those would be the two guys for me, Cruz and Reynolds, you know, sort of one-offs for the Pirates. Yeah. I'm not as crazy about the Brewer stack crash. I just, okay. Mitch Keller's not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd dial him up here. Uh, I saw King of Smack was asking you, what do you thought about Keller? I don't know if he's just giving you a hard time because of the Brewers or, but, you know, Keller's okay. But, you know, I just, I don't feel comfortable enough against the Brewers. With Telez out, though, it does hurt them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But- and I don't know if he's going to be out. I think that there's a decent chance that he'll be in the lineup still. I show him as really projected lineup. Yeah I, yeah. I think he's out. I mean, he's I a think- big, huge dude and he's got a tweaked knee. Yeah. So- yeah, I mean, you know, the exact words was counsel was that from counsel was that he thinks he'll be fine. He was walking around fine, you know, in the post game. Could be coach speak, um, but we'll see. I mean, if he's if he's out, I still think you know he might be back in the lineup tomorrow. So it might just be a one day thing. So okay, uh, but, the only guy that jumped out at me was Colton Wong because I think mm-hmm. he'll get it, the advantageous spot of moving up in the order if roundy's out yeah and he's only 3.1k and he's he's got pop there's no doubt about that right yeah right now they don't even have uh garrett mitchell in their projected lineup from what i'm seeing so that's I, I have him on the one i have projected i have him in their batting ninth but oh do you show here at first base i i have yelich adamas wong renfro mccutcheon peterson hira at first Nar- Nar- Narvaez and Mitchell as the project. Okay. That's that's that seems more likely to me, but um but I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely like um Adamus and uh Mitchell again if he's in the lineup because he's still so cheap. So yeah, that's five lefties that they get to to get out there against Keller too. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I think it's for me it's it's a great one-off kind of scenario. Uh, across the board here. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. All right. Um, let's go to the next one. We're getting there. Yankees and Angels. We have three games left. And uh, these are the three late games. So after hours, we're offering that tonight at Coach Talk. So we're going to provide an after hour slate three gamer, these late three games. I've, we've been hot on those lately. So let's let's turn that yeah. into something tonight. Well, that'll just be you, right? Because I don't right. think you'll be, be, you'll be at the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing that solo for sure. Um, Yankees and Angels are the first one in that late three after hours slate, 938. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Jamison Tyon, 7.7K against Mike Mayers, 5.2K, 82 degrees, a little warmer than normal in L.A. for evening. Yeah. Uh, six mile an hour to center. So some hitters uh, delight there, it looks like. 5.02 for the Yankees implied 3.98 for the Angels. So interesting here. Uh, I like the Yankees again. I have no idea, Crash. You know, I don't play the Yankees a ton. Right. I've been on them like crazy lately. 
but they're my other stack today. I, again, with, with yeah. being down at pitching, I can get some Yankee stacks and see where we go. Benintendi's cheap. Uh, LeMahieu's not badly priced. Donaldson's cheap. Cabrera's cheap. Mm-hmm. So granted, Judge Stanton Rizzo are going to cost you a fortune, but right. you could put a piece of those in there with like a three-man Yankees. I just... I think they smacked this Mike Mayers around. And I know I've been saying that a lot. And then the Yankees scored two runs or whatever, but I, they're due to bust out. People think the angels are a good pitching park. That's not true. You look up all their stats. Angels are, is a really good hitting park. They moved the fences in a couple of years back yeah, yeah. and it more and more you're seeing uh, additional home runs and everything in LA. So I, I just really like the spot for, uh, the Angels, uh, or I'm sorry, for the Yankees. And I don't think the Angels are a bad play. Jamison Tyon's okay. Mm-hmm. Not one, not going to roster him today. But, you know, you can get really cheap with some of these spots in the Angels lineup. Yeah. Um, how about Mike Ford, my call yesterday? That mm-hmm. was my favorite call in a long time. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great call, Coach. I mean, he's the one that cashed for me on Fandle. He saved our bacon because he was 1% owned, mm-hmm. batting sixth. The reason I loved him is the matchup, and I dug in. And he's also was a Yankee. So you'd know right. that, you know, as an and, – and I had also read that he hit his first ever home run in the majors in a Yankees uniform in the Angels ballpark. Oh, wow. And then, and That's then awesome. so – he gets to play the Yankees for the first time against them in an Angels uniform. And what does he do? He goes deep. Yeah. So I was pretty, pretty pumped about that. Don't think I'll have the courage to go back to him mm-hmm. today, but he is 2K. You know, you yeah. never know. Yeah. But, uh, I'll have some hitting exposure in this game anyway. Yeah. I might have to, um, if for whatever reason Mitchell were to not be in the lineup, I might have to go to him. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Yankees, they're my they're my 1B, 1A, whatever you want to call it, right there with the Braves for me. So they're one of my top stacks as well. Yep. Well, we're on the same boat hitting-wise then. We're, we're yeah. different, totally different pitching, but uh, very similar from the hitting side. So that's very solid. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a 940 and a 945 game. The 940 game is Philadelphia at Arizona. We've got a seven and a half total in the dome in Arizona, humidor on. So the ball should not be flying very well. Four implied for the Phillies, three and a half for the D backs. This is one of the chalky pitchers as well. Aaron Mola, 10.6 K against Zach Gallon, 9.7 K. So are you, is your payup pitcher Nola? No. It's okay. it's Freed. Um, oh, Freed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's my payup pitcher. Now, um, Gallon is my fade. You know, going up against this this Philadelphia lineup with Bryce Harper back in it. Yeah, you know, I think that's a tough matchup for him. He's faced them once before, and uh, six of their bats hit three thirty three or better against him with three home runs. So. Wow. They had, uh, he only lasted like one and two thirds innings. That was back in June. So it's been a little while, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that this lineup was Harper back in. It's completely different animal. And uh, I mean, Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper, Rio Muto, Castellanos, and, you know, Bohm in there too. So at the top, so it's a pretty tough lineup to get past. I think Gallon will struggle. 
It is. And I think you'll see ownership there. I'm surprised it's not uh, a top stack. I mean, it's in the mix with that group. Mm -hmm. It has to be. uh, You know, I guess there's some respect for Gallon. He struggled last time out, but he's he's a decent pitcher. Right. Um, Certainly can get exposure, but you've got uh, pricey guys. Schwarber 5'8", Hoskins 5'3", Harper 5'7", Romuto 5'5". So good luck, you know, getting – I mean, it's it's just as expensive as a Dodgers or Yankees stack or more. Yeah, so we just got some pretty slate-shifting news. Uh, Ronald okay. Acuna Jr. is not in the Atlanta lineup. Okay, so he is out. My BVP play has been eliminated. Swanson, so- Michael Harris, Riley – which that's a surprise. Harris is up way at second. Swanson, Harris, Riley, Olson, Darno, Rosario, Contreras, Grissom, and Grossman. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. All right. I'm going to give you a backup BVP play, and it's going to be pretty contrarian because it's against Fromber Valdez. I'm going to go Corey Seeger. He's expensive. I get it. Small sample size, but that's fine. We do that here. Five for 12 with a home run. Uh, he's he's batting four, 417 against him, 1083 OPS, 583 slugging, 500 OBP. So a lot of people are going to have Valdez. It'll bring down Seager's ownership, and uh, I think that he's he's definitely a guy that could go deep. So he's my new I agree. play. I like that. All right. Yeah, that is a big difference. I'm glad we know now. It mm-hmm. allows us to build it out a lot differently. So that. Yep. That is very helpful. Thank you for breaking that news. Anything else I've missed in, uh, hey, everyone had a work meeting. Now I can play. All right, RJ. It's never too late, man. Plus, you can watch it back. Uh, and I, I'm i hoping that you have your sunglasses on because my right now my retinas are burning. I This glare is just killing me. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just fire through this and finish strong. So no problem. All right. Last game crash, and it's an important one for me. It's probably going to come down to this game at the very end of the slate. Yeah. The San Diego Padres at the San Francisco Giants. Only 59 degrees at first pitch. Swirling wind is always in San Fran. Seven and a half is the total. 3.92 implied for the pods. 3.58 for the San Francisco Giants. Fastballing Mr. Blake Snell, the big lefty, 9.3K against Logan Webb, 9.1K. Yeah. So I'll, I have my other, what I consider pay up slash value slash guy that's in the middle guy. I'm taking Blake Snell against the Giants. Okay. I love Blake Snell in this matchup. He's only $9,300, $9,542. So, again, based with everybody else, not really value, value per se, but I guess you could call him my pay up, but I think he's cheaper than normal. Yeah. But I just, I love this spot for him. Um, San Francisco's fourth in the league in strikeouts against lefties, and they're a team that people don't think they obviously strike out. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the performance, uh, Snell's faced them twice this year. He faced them on July 8th for a 58 bagger, struck out 11. Then he faced them again on August 8th and uh, 38 that time with eight Ks. And he's just, I mean, 
I know he had a bad outing, punched me in the gut last time against Cleveland, but the Guardians do that to a lot of guys. And I just, I love him in that pitching in this ballpark. I love this uh, situation for him. San Francisco's not hitting. And I just think he's in an awesome spot here. And he's definitely going to be my 1-1-A with Gaussman as my top two. And my fade pitchers on the other side. I think uh, he's going in the wrong direction fast. That would be Mr. Webb, of course. And yeah. I think San Diego's lineup is just too dangerous with all those big sticks, even in a, a game where the weather and the, and the uh, ballpark is conducive to pitching. I still think San Diego can get to him. So way overpriced too. over 9K for Logan Webb is my fate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Logan Webb. Um, he's kind of in the same situation as Gallon, where he's facing a team that's trying to make the wild card. Uh, I meant to mention that before because Philadelphia and, and San Diego are right there uh, game and a half ahead of the Brewers. So those three are all trying to get in that wild card spot. So they're all fighting for their lives. Uh, so I think San Diego is, is going to be a, a tough out going forward. I mean, they, they've really underperformed with that trade that they made. So you think at some point regression is going to favor them. You would think so. Um, Rodney asked about Manning. I don't, I'm surprised because that's Crash's uh, GPP real small 1% or less owned guy that he's looking at. So Crash mm -hmm. is on that with you, Rodney. And then Kirby, uh, neither one of us took him for one of our top pitchers, but we both like him. I think he's in a good spot. Yeah. And Kirby is very playable. Detroit's definitely been playing better lately, but, um, you know, everything we've seen from them tells us that they're going to regress soon. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens today. Yeah. Who's the birdie that told you to play lefties against Snell? I wonder who that is. I hope it wasn't me like the last time and I'm going against myself here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just if you look at that San Francisco lineup, though, it mm -hmm. just it's shaky. I mean, yeah. they're not having good seasons at all. You talk about, you know, backing up. Look at what Brandon Crawford's just collapsed. He was yeah. like fourth. Yeah. Do you know that Brandon Crawford, I believe, mm -hmm. finished fourth in MVP voting last year? Something wow. incredible. And he's just, you know, horrible this year. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't know. I think Snell's in a good spot here against a team that's just really in reverse. No question about it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So uh, to review, you know, we're, we're pretty much similar stacks, you know, with Atlanta and New York. I like Minnesota a little bit against Cutter. Uh, you know, we're all over the place on pitchers. For me, I'm looking more towards uh, a Gossman Snell kind of uh, look and not paying all the way up. Although I do think, you know, you can't go wrong with a few of those guys. Neither one of mm -hmm. us is on Fromber Valdez. Um, I really like Freeman as my home run call today. Um, what about you? Want to pull your stuff together here in, in just a short a piece for the people that joined late yeah so i like for my uh, top pitcher is max freed my value pitcher is matt manning uh, my fade is zach gallon my bvp play is salvador perez my home run call is matt olson and i also added another home run call for the brewers game and that's willie adonis so gotcha gotcha oh mad dog okay i respect that 
Mad Dog said to, to play those lefties. Um, if you want to join us at Coach Talk, dfscoachtalk.com. Try us out. Three-day pass, 10 bucks. We just released our football pricing of uh, three months, 65 bucks a month. Everything that we've got here at Coach Talk is yours, from tennis to MMA to NASCAR, all the main sports, all the way through January 13th, 2023. So we'd love to have you join uh, on DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We're all at DFSCoachTalk. Crash is at JPDavis1982. I'm at Joe Sarvati. We're also on TikTok. And then any day now, we're, we're going to be uh, – the Boom Fantasy launch is going to happen, just waiting for final approval from them uh, for their app through Apple. And uh, once that goes, we're going to have some contests and do all kinds of things with Boom Fantasy, which is going to be a very similar site to like a prize picks. Uh, and we're going to have some giveaways. It's fantastic. I've seen some of their stuff already. Uh, as soon as it launches, we will share that with you. So speaking of prize picks and Boom Fantasy, what are your top two prize picks plays of the day, Crash? Depending on what they do, because it's Tuesday for their Taco Tuesday promo, um, it's going to be Matt Manning over 26 and a half fantasy score. I think you okay. can get over that number. As I mentioned, he scored 40 plus in three of his last four, went over 50 in his last start against the Giants. Uh, and then my BVP play, Salvador Perez over six and a half fantasy score. I like that number. He's got really good numbers against Giolito. Very nice. I could play those. David, how you doing, man? So glad you joined us, brother. And yes, you are right. Crash lost the bet, and it's not pretty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, I think you ought to paint the big Milwaukee Brewers thing right on there and go in with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that might get you on ESPN. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, yeah. Um, great, to, great to have you in here, David. You can watch it back. It'll post up uh, on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitter, rewatch it, and uh, uh, we'll have, have it on our website as well. My two prize picks plays are Blake Snell over 7Ks. Like I said, I think he's just in a great spot. San Fran, who people think don't strike out much, strike out fourth most in the league against lefties. So mm -hmm. I think that seven number is very fair. And Mr. Freeman, it's only seven and a half fantasy score. He's got everything going for him, BVP here-wise. Today, so I'm really high on Mr. Freeman. I think uh, great over seven and a half fantasy score. Boom plays crash. Let me guess. Brewers on the money line. No. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going to go with another underdog like I have yeah. been lately, and I'm going to take Detroit at plus 165. Oh, wow. You are all in on Mr. Manning here. You know, it's not Peyton Manning, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, know. Or, I know. Or any of the Manning brothers, but okay. I love yeah. it. I, You have a lot of courage. I like it. Um, I And I'm going to be just totally less courageous and take the New York Yankees minus 165. How's that for chalky? Yeah. Uh, where's, where's, uh, where's our man boy from Cali rubbing the chalk and the nose there, but just think the Yanks are better. Mm -hmm. How about play number two? Uh, I'll take the over at seven and a half implied run total for Philly and Arizona. Um, I think that Philly can probably put up six or seven runs themselves. And I think Arizona will probably get two or three. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that over seven and a half. I think Philly's going to grab more ownership as the day goes on. No doubt about it. Yeah, I would think so. I would think here's so. a, a little bit of a dog play. I like, since I like San Diego so much better than San Fran, mm -hmm. I'm going to take the Padres at home minus, or I'm sorry, uh, on the run line, Whoa. minus one and a half, right? Yeah. Padres minus one and a half plus 138. So you, you get a real good plus number with that. Mm -hmm. um, and you should get that extra at bat. We'll see uh, at the end of that game. So I'm going to take the Padres minus one and a half. Okay. I think that's it, my man. We went a that little is. longer than normal today, but I wanted to give everybody the full experience to soak in all that wonderful aura there from the, the Charlie Morton bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, have 15 games to cover, so we had a lot to cover. We today. had a lot to cover, and tomorrow's Deb, uh, so definitely join tomorrow. Uh, Deb and I are on at 1.30, our regular time. Uh, Crash will be finishing up his trip there with his dad, so enjoy the game. Maybe mm -hmm. you get a foul ball tonight. Where are you sitting? We're you? sitting like... 11 rows up from home plate. So we're not too far behind home plate at all. Um, a lot of the foul balls last night were going into the second deck. So I I think it'll be tough um, just the way we're positioned. But, you know, we're sitting where we can see the game really well. So that's that was our focus. That sounds great. Well, enjoy mm -hmm. it. I hope it goes well. I hope your Brewers win for you. And hopefully we have a bunch of uh, takedowns to talk about as we're going. So, yeah outstanding well thank you for joining me on the road crash really appreciate it and uh everybody thank you again for uh, it's a tuesday we had a really good group in here hopefully everybody got a lot out of the the podcast to build some things keep an eye on that uh, weather in washington and we'll keep everybody posted uh in discord so it's dfscoachtalk.com on the way out if you haven't hit the thumbs up and subscribe button and hit that alert so that you know when any of our podcasts post. So thank you, everybody. Uh, definitely be back tomorrow with Deb to go over uh, a very busy Wednesday slate. So have a great one. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB DFS, prize picks, and boom fantasy.